This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael in the studio. Listeners, thanks for joining us. Please, uh, if you have not listened to the previous podcast, it'd probably be a good one to listen to before you come back to listen to this one, because this one does follow the last one. So here's our question for today. Are drugs that are naturally grown morally okay to enjoy? What say you, Mr. Michael? So a couple of those examples would be pot. Yes. Shrooms. Yeah, mushrooms. 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 Magic mushrooms. Yeah. Caffeine, um, et cetera. So in distinction to... Processed. Processed drugs yeah. like cocaine, the amount of chemicals you have to put through it to get out the actual right. or heroin. condensed or heroin, yeah. et cetera. Those are hyper-condensed yes. to have profound addictive realities. Anyway, so we'll just, let's just assume coke and heroin are off the, <laughs> off the table for this yeah. question. So the idea is that, well, if God made it, it can't be that bad, which is, which is, <laughs> which is the dumbest argument in the world <laughs> because like, my backyard, right? There are things in my backyard that if I ingested them would kill me. Yes. Just because God just, just made because it they're mean, natural doesn't mean right? they're okay. I know. And that's that's where I'm like, come on. Like there's a better logical yeah. argument for that. I don't mean to be insulting. It's just bad arguments are bad arguments. And yep. sometimes when an argument allows us to justify what we really want, we yep. will we will suspend all logic mm-hmm. and just say, Well, God made it, so it must be good. Must be okay. You know, it must be fine. All that to say, God made sulfur. You don't eat sulfur, do you? No, uh, I don't. Okay, good. The bigger picture here is going to be levels of intoxication, how it changes you, etc. Sure. I don't know that we have like this big, long thing to say on this. I would just say, you know, what is the normal outcome of either ingesting or, I guess, applying yep. some natural substance? Yep. Here's an easy way to like say this. Alcohol will probably have more of an impact on you than caffeine. Right? Yes. And alcohol is you basically leave something out of ferments. Like there's not a lot you do to it. There's no extra whatever. Yeah. And and it's interesting because a theology of alcohol, the idea is that God gave it, mm. God allowed it. He permitted the process of fermentation and ingestion to bring us joy. That's like mm. the kind of biblical narrative of alcohol yeah. at weddings and whatnot. You know, and so the idea that we ingest something and feel good because we ingest it is not a bad thing. Correct. In fact, God gave us happy hormones, and then we repeat behaviors and sure. that release more of those happy hormones. Like, it's actually a, a, a rhythm that God has put into us to reinforce good things. Sure. So, the idea that feeling good or doing things that change the way we feel is bad, that's just not true. But the Bible actually has categories yes. for that. I think my issue is with the issue of sobriety. Let me say it this way. 500 years ago, there was not automobiles. Correct. There was not as much at stake in a lack of sobriety. Mm-hmm. And now there is a whole lot at stake. And sure. there is a whole lot more access to everything. Yes. So the world was just very different. Now, I don't I don't think drunkenness was good then. It's not good now. Lack of sobriety was not good then. And it's not good now. But Correct. The and I think the Bible supports damage, everything you just said. Right. The potential damage in a technological age is exponentially higher. Now, in a moment of sobriety... The access to sex anyway, anywhere, anytime you want it is is ubiquitous. The opportunity to go on social media and ruin your reputation is infinitely larger. Sure. You know what I mean? There's just yeah. things that, like, we have so many more a- opportunities in our lack of sobriety to amplify our sin. Okay, mm-hmm. so I think 
Even more so right now, we need to be doubly careful about a lack of sobriety. Yes. And so the question would be for marijuana usage. Can you smoke marijuana and be in a right sober state of mind? That's that's a huge question. When we talk about THC percentages in alcohol in the 60s, it, it would weigh like a one like one gram of pot or whatever you it would have like two to three percent THC in the 70s it went up to six to eight percent in the 80s it was up to 10 to 12 percent in the 90s they brought it up into the late teens See, and what you're is, now what it can you're, be in the upper 20 percent yeah, of THC and what you're talking about right there has been duplicated in the tobacco industry right my background of Kentucky and Tennessee where they grow large portions of tobacco and relatives that do they will tell you that each so so many years they have a new strand of tobacco and that has a greater addictive property. For sure, uh, yeah. And it's an industry. And it all comes back, world and making it all it comes back to follow the money. Yep. Follow the money. What, what is it really all about? It's about the money. Yep. And the more people we can get addicted to this substance, the more people will buy it and the more money that will be generated. Yeah, what's interesting is sometimes we'll talk to older people who smoke pot in the 60s. And it, one hit of, of marijuana now Oh. has as much THC in it as an entire joint did yeah, in the yeah, 60s. Yeah. And they don't quite understand that to smoke marijuana right now is actually a very different experiential sure. reality. My point in saying that, though, is the value is not whether or not it's natural. Well, it's natural means nothing. The, the value is sobriety Correct. and clear-headedness. Clear I have watched people take mushrooms. I, in high school, this was like a thing where I lived. We were at Cedar Point, and uh, I remember there's this group of kids uh, from our youth group who took so mushrooms. So Cedar Point's an amusement park. It's an amusement yeah, park. amusement park. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Uh, I figure we're in Chicago now. Um, <laughs> Six Flags. It's like Six Flags, but better. Um, so, uh, but uh, they would take it, and uh, they'd spend the whole day there. And by the time they went home, it would wear off. And, yeah. and so, and they were morons. <laughs> like, they were well, yeah. just complete, total idiots. They were not sober, but it was natural. So I would love to just take off the plate the natural argument because it's nonsense. Anything that's grown naturally that is good for us, is it better than man-made? You know, I'm kind of going in a different direction. Mm -hmm. Again, American cheese is disgusting. <laughs> manufactured cheese. Yeah, manufactured processed cheese. Yep. But, you know, we were in Haiti a couple, last week and we're out on a hike and I'm walking by and we had been doing all this construction work with blocks and cement and everything. And my hands were just cement, cement concrete. Cement? Oh, yeah. Cement? Cement. There we go. Cement. Thank you. Now, I know you you emphasize the wrong syllable, but that's okay. <laughs> I think I think most of America would go cement, cement. So anyway, my hands are all rough. They're feeling. I realize, you know, we haven't been using gloves, and my hands are all rough. We're out on a hike. We go past an aloe plant. I grab a branch of it, break it off, rub it in my hands. That's a natural lotion. Yep. Is that okay to do? Well, yeah, I would say yes. That is. Did you get wasted on it? I did get wasted on it. Have you ever drank aloe? I have never drank. Aloe. Yeah, there's no. there are these like cleansers where you maybe, put a bunch maybe. of aloe in your water and then yeah. you drink it and it flushes out your system. Anyways. Well, listeners, thanks for joining us today. Please come back next time when we have another question, which will be, if God kicked Lucifer out of the heaven, what is it that will stop God from kicking anyone else out of heaven? Yeah.